Happy birthday. Yes, it is my birthday. Okay, okay, okay. So, you are listening to Live With Me Real, where we have real conversations about real conversations. Um, Yeah. And I am your host, Meet Real. Because it's live. Technically, it's being recorded. Um, Wait a minute, I didn't think about that. But it's still live because even though it's recorded when I put it out... It's live to everybody else because it's the first time they heard it. And I don't know how I'm going to get through. Um, it's still live with Meet Real or or pronounce it live with Meet Real. Um, no, don't do that because I, I can't afford for nobody else to live with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, And not that I can't afford it financially because um, I can't or maybe I should say I won't. Um, but what I'm saying is... I don't want anybody else living in my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, from, like, anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so certain people can't even come come over my house because they have spirits on them. And it's not that I don't want the person over there, but when they leave, the spirit may stay. So unless the spirit leaves with them, because I don't, I don't even want bad spirit. You know? I don't, how did I, how did I, how did I get here? I'm, I'm, I digress. First and foremost, man, today, this is going to be a very, very, very special show, man. This show I am recording um, in honor of my wife's birthday, Latoya. Happy birthday to you, love. Um, and, man, I'm, I'm just feeling like I, I got a whole new type of, um, I just have a lot of energy today. Now, um, I want to share something with y'all before we get into this show, because we got a dope show. Like, like, doper than dope. Like, it's like... If since we say dope, if we was to like add it like crack or heroin 
or acid or powder. What other drugs are people doing nowadays? Or attention. Um, if you just made a big ball of attention and uh, dopamine and social media likes and going viral and then all the man-made drugs that's you know that you put into your body. Um, it's, it's the man-made drugs, psychological drugs. You just put a big old ball in this foolishness and craziness feeling. That's how dope this show gonna be. Um, I don't know. It felt so much better thinking it. Like saying it just sound bad. Like I don't want nobody to be that high off of anything for me. Like that's too. Do y'all get what I'm saying? It's gonna be a cool show, man. I got a lot of energy. So look, first and foremost, man, let me share something with y'all. So I'm blessed to say that my schedule has picked up. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a lot going on, and um, I did something different. Right, um, since I've been married to my wife, um, I have been forced to stretch my thinking when it comes to how you show love in relationship. Before my wife, I was more of a hot and ready, fago kind of guy. That was a great day, you know, um, just because my head was in a real bold place, you know what I'm saying? Um, so today is so special because I thank God, you know, this is um, seven years of marriage. Um, this is seven years of celebrating her birthday, even though we was cool before. I'm, I'm on a tangent. Anyway, I thank God for the woman that I have. And I say all that because of how much she challenges me. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the time. Even when I don't want her to challenge me, she still does. Um, yeah. No, I'm uh, not going to be passive aggressive. No, in real life, man. Um, so I did extra you know what i'm saying like i really put in some effort so um shout out to my friends um that helped me make this happen um i am not going to reveal the identities of these friends because i do not want to share them and i don't want them to acquire new friends that will think that now i have to make new friends with my friends as friends because i've hit the limit of people i'm going to care about um and i'm actually teetering like there's some people um i'm not gonna say any names the real ones um that are kind of weighing on my love and may not survive um our relationship but i digress no seriously man um it was a blessing man because i got to stretch myself and i stretched in a way that i never you know thought to do that i didn't think it was important oh you ain't got to do all that like people saying in church oh you ain't got to do all that but i did and it was a blessing even though my wife loves me enough where despite me not making it a priority of doing huge displays of affection, it's always dope to go the extra mile or do more because you know what someone loves. You get what I'm saying? Like if the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So that means if you do everything else, I think it's important to understand what pleases the person versus what you want to want to do to show them you love them. You get what I'm saying? Like it's different when you do what you want to do, which means it's about you versus you doing what actually pleases them. Now, I'm not comparing my woman my wife to oh God to God because God is not a woman and I'm not comparing myself to God because um that's mad disrespectful that's even more disrespectful than I don't know if I should I'm not gonna say it but listen anyway what I'm saying is any relationship that you want to mature and gain depth it can't be all about how you're gonna show this person what you know on your terms versus learning and growing and understanding of that person 
and knowing and learning what they love and what makes them feel appreciated. And when it comes to your relationship with God, studying not to see what God gives you, but studying to see who God is, the traits of God and how to please God is a major part of the relationship because as long as it's about you, your flesh and your emotions still have influence over the Holy Spirit and over God and in, 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 in the true nature of God and his, and his children. Anyway, man, so I did that, right? You know, I did the extra mile. I got home about, I got home at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Didn't go to sleep till like 1.30, 1.45, trying to make sure the gift was dope. And had to get back up at uh, 6 o'clock to go to class. But get up, make sure the kids ready, help the wife before I run out to school and before I go to work. And I should be tired, man. And seeing her reaction this morning like blessed me and it felt really good and it felt really good because I I really spent a lot of time not thinking about what what she does for me what that person gives me and what I get from that person but I spent a lot of time focusing listening uh remembering all the hints that women send you know, uh, women are very, very intentional with their words. And so my wife had been sending me all these shots and hints. And I actually began to li- listen, understand and say, OK, you know what, Meech? You are a good husband. You don't do this. You don't punch her upside the head. You don't, you know, do all this other stuff. But can you be more? Um, even though you ain't got to do all that, can you be more? Can you do a little bit of that? And um, I took a chance. It was a, it was tough. I was very, I'm very, I was very nervous because I'm not used to it. That's not what I do. That ain't my thing. But I did it, and it blessed me, man. And even though I should be dog tired, man, I'm just, it's just a blessing to be a blessing, man. So um, I wanted to just share that story with anybody who is. Sometimes it gets frustrating when you think you're only focusing on somebody else, man. But listen, man, the Bible tells us to esteem our brother over ourselves. If you are focusing more on how you could be a contribution to others, even if people don't uh, accept it or, you know, receive it right, man, it's never a bad thing to bless someone or be a blessing to someone and not think about yourself. But I digress. Listen, we about to get into your, your you know, your, your mama's. Your mama's, yeah, because that's the other one is your grandma. Your mama's favorite segment. Let's talk about it. How are you doing? My name is Beach Real, and this is some of the things that's happening in the news. So let's get to the first story we have today. The first story is about the Nigerian pastor, and I am, it's, I'm not going to, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not going to try to pronounce this. It's, it's C-H-U, it's a lot of letters, um. O-D-U-M-E. It's, it's, it's a lot of letters. Um, I just want to say I thank God this is not a news podcast because then I would be, it would be pretty bad that I didn't even attempt. But I just want to give out the information. Um, I don't want to say, and I also don't want to say the full name because I don't want y'all to find this person because I don't want this to happen to you. Um, there's a video that's gone viral of this pastor who finds a woman who is disabled. He um, he walks up to her as if he is a wrestler, um, grabs her by her head, puts her on his shoulders, then walks to another place in the room and throws her, or should I say, slams her into 
a bunch of chairs and then she gets up and she begins to walk now um i am extremely skeptical of um oh man i'm so i'm so skeptical of it man i i think that i'm crazy and i, I don't think the video is real so if you're listening to this and you don't know what i'm talking about then uh let's just chalk it up to me being crazy no seriously man um this show um actually is very relevant to the topic period of what i want to talk about today man um <laughs> but this is the issue so he slammed her into a bunch of chairs he literally grabbed her up like it's like i want to say it was like the f5 if anybody still watch wrestling i used to watch it back in the day he threw her on his shoulder and then he threw her onto a bunch of chairs um, as she collapsed over the chairs, <laughs> um, she got up and she started, you know, dancing around and they had the whole thing. And let me tell you something, man. It's a problem. That is a problem for me because I don't care. I mean, I'm just wondering, okay, what if she could walk, but she couldn't see? Would that mean she was going to get a clothesline? Like, I just, I think that sometimes we allow our emotions and I don't know. Um, I think that's mad foolishness. Um, you hear about these stories all over the world all the time about people in positions misusing people, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the government, whether it's just basic in the world. We hear about this all the time. And because people trust someone or something, they they allow themselves to be vulnerable and they sometimes ignore common sense <laughs> or ignore biblical sense. You know, what I'm saying? especially if you're in a church setting. Um, if you're a church setting, you know, biblical sense, if you're in the you know, real world, just common sense that sometimes people be lying. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, how can I say this? I'm willing to stand on a ledge to say that that is just a load of crap. I think that, <laughs> you know, if you look into the Bible, if you look, you know, if you read the Bible and you see the, the miracles that God performed, um, it's interesting that someone would have to grab someone and throw someone into a bunch of chairs which could have hurt this person really bad and use it like it's so many parlor tricks it that just blew my mind so i'm gonna call crap now if you think oh god can use anybody and use it anyway let him slam your wife or slam your girl or slam your mama or slam your kids i'm just telling you that if slamming somebody into some chairs because you're anointed can make somebody walk if he was to slam somebody in my family I would have to help anoint him and slam him into some chairs and see what new gift God restores in his life. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. That's my flesh. Um, I just want to say that this story really hurt me because I've heard about other situations where women have been taken advantage of, where men have been taken advantage of, children have been taken advantage of, and it's because sometimes people trust an authority figure off of a title without actually watching and seeing fruit without studying scripture that's being used in the in in the service and coming back like okay that's good oh no that's crazy i might need to find another church or i may need to have a meeting and talk to my pastor depending on how the relationship is and say oh i didn't disagree with this but let me tell you something sometimes there are people that will do whatever you allow them to and call it something else you know, there are so many stories across the web of men and women doing whatever they want to people that didn't know any better. And sometimes it's not always like somebody, you know, um, 
doing it by force where the person is a child or, you know, or they're trying to say, oh, well, you won't get this job, you do this. But sometimes because of belief, people will open themselves up to things they don't normally do because it won't make sense. Because in faith, some things won't make sense. But I'm trying to tell you that God is not a God of foolishness, confusion, or stupidity. And you, God don't need to heal you to hurt. You don't got to be hurt to be healed. God ain't going to have nobody pick you up and slam you into some chairs <laughs> to get you to walk. That's not the God we serve. You know what I'm saying? That's just something wild. So I say wherever you go, no matter the title, judge the fruit, stay in the spirit, study everything that's being poured into you, and let God be the decision maker, not just the title be the decision maker. Don't become so numb because people use words or you're in a certain arena you think oh everybody here has integrity oh everybody here knows god oh like no i'm talking about body slam this lady y'all like i'm talking literally grabbed her by her listen i'm just now listen if you listen to this and you got some more insight and you want to share it man email me right now at info at cleanairmedia.us email me please email me and show me in scripture Give me a different perspective on how that act is biblical, and I will come on the show and, and recap. I might bring you on so we can chop it up so you can educate the rest of my listeners. But if you're just talking crazy, I'm just, I, hey, you might need to body slam yourself. But that is all about that. Let's go to the next story. This second story, man, is actually really cool. Like, I'm really kind of excited about this story. So recently in sports, it's been some amazing things that's exciting and that we got to talk about. So first and foremost, Tiger Woods won another Masters after 15 years. I'm talking about being counted out, psychological issues, injury, uh, personal uh, scandal and disgrace. I mean, it's been a lot of drama for Tiger Woods, man, to 15 years later, not, not have given up, not have retired, and now he's won another Masters, which is amazing, man. And uh, salute to the player. Now, I'm not saluting to anything that he may have done on and off the the court. What is that? The green? On and off the green? But <laughs> just the story within itself of him enduring the hardships, just like a Derrick Rose story, like and being able to endure the hardships and come back and research and actually reach a level of greatness that you once achieved is amazing. Um, another great day in um, history or, or everything, that's something else that's happening in the news. Um, currently um, is the Lakers are not in the playoffs and LeBron James is actually having time to stay at home and grow hair which is super awesome I'm joking um, shout out to LeBron getting a break um, we all need a break from LeBron um, just in general uh, I, I definitely believe the staff over there needs a break from LeBron but I digress this is not about him this is actually about greatness and people who have been counted out looked down upon or overlooked actually getting a Front seat at the table by hard work, dedication, determination, and not a lot of talk. So the next story is Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers sending Oklahoma City home. Russell Westbrook is at home watching the playoffs with LeBron. And all you got to think about is somehow, way, shape, or form, somebody is thinking, man, we could have needed, we needed some Carmelo in this series but i digress he's not there um so we have to just live with it but anyway man um it's really dope to see players um 
new players per se, you know, come out of the the shadows of greatness of of the LeBrons, of the Steph Currys, of the James Hardens, of the um, Russell Westbrooks and the Paul Georges, and even this you know conversation of Giannis and um, like it's so interesting when you see players come out of those shadows and they actually ball, and then you look back and they've been balling. But now they've been put on the right stage and they've actually showed off. So, man, I just want to give a salute to everybody that's been digging in, whether the cameras was asking you a hundred things or they was walking past you to talk to somebody else. Because if you are determined, if you're willing to put in the work, I'm not promising you that you're going to be on TV and win a PGA uh, championship or you're going to win an NBA championship or even a conference final. But what I'm telling you is if you put in the work, the only person that can stop you is you stopping. Now let's go to the last story. So y'all know here on Live With Meet Real, man, we love to give you a couple stories just to make you think kind of something a little different. You know, you're not going to hear about Trump or Kanye's cult, I mean, uh, service or whatever you want to call it, cult. But um, I digress. Sometimes you want to hear about non-pop culture stuff. And what I love to do uh, as one of the visionaries behind Clean Air Media that I love to share Christian content, Christian dopeness. You know, I consider myself a doer of dopeness. So what's better than to engage and encourage and introduce people to more doers of dopeness? You get what I'm saying? So um, today's doer of dopeness, man, I want to just, you know, back in the day when social media first started, where just having a whole bunch of strangers follow you mattered and it was the numbers and now the algorithm changing. Now you got to actually be real on social media. And I don't know how that's going to work for me people because I don't want to spend my time on the phone but I digress and I apologize for that because that don't have nothing to do with me that ain't, that, that ain't never y'all problem I apologize but no man I want to tell y'all to follow somebody who is a legitimate doer of dopeness I'm talking about a Christian content creator somebody who is super dope I want y'all to follow her name on Instagram is advised by Amber it's A-D-V-I-S-E-D B-Y a-M-B-E-R. Let me tell you a little bit about Amber. She is a version Bible app content writer. She has over, I want to say over five, like seven. She got like six, man, I want to say seven. She got like six or seven Bible plans, like devotionals on the Bible app. I'm super dope. She's an author. She got a dope website. Um, her book is called No Prayer, No Power. It's a 365-day prayer book y'all need to cop that check her out at www.advisedbyamber.com listen www.advisedbyamber.com i'm gonna have her come on the show me and the wife gonna sit down with her and chop it up with her because i got some dope stuff it's a lot of dope women it's a lot of dope men it's some crit listen i know everybody want to talk about pop culture but when i tell you it's really some really really dope stuff happening in the culture and when i talk about the culture i'm talking about the kingdom like actually actual believers that's going hard for Christ that's not super churchy but it's got dope sound and solid um, information that they putting out to the world dope events just just a lot of greatness man so one more time shout out I want y'all to follow her it's advised by Amber and then go on the Bible app y'all can follow me at Demetrius Early or Demetrius I got like 10 of them I just keep forgetting my password but anyway we're not talking about me we're talking about Amber check it out listen go to you version and you can search no power, no prayer. And you click on that, and then all her joints gonna show up. Like it's it's crazy. So listen, you could also search for 
advises by Amber. So look, A D V I S E S B Y A M B E R. And so she got four of these joints. Listen, and I I'm counting more because they so full. Listen, check her out. Advised by Amber on Instagram. But if you're looking for her stuff, if you got the Bible app, you just search A-D-V-I-S-E-S by Amber. They're going to show up and it's going to bless you. Now, let's get back to it. And that's all I have to say about that. So, people, um, I wanted to give, uh, I don't want to say give it a break, but um, today, instead of me to my preach, I wanted to end the show with some of my thoughts you know what i'm saying like i wanted to share my perspective on the entire purpose of the show you know what i'm saying everything uh that i talked about and really i just the reason why now even with the stories i chose uh, well the main the first story of um let's talk about it i talked about how a pastor slammed someone to heal them right um and it was just something that just really bothered me that's continued to happen over and over and over and over and over. Um, and I, I'm one of the type, I'm one of the people that even though I don't agree with everything that happens in the church, I still know that church um, is something that God ordained, God loved, and church is not the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear so many times people say, oh, see, somebody could get shot at your house and like see that's the problem with the church somebody starved to death see that's the problem with the church or you know something happened with a pastor that's like see that's why i don't go to church now and you ain't never been to church you know what i'm saying so it's 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 tough um for a believer when you hear so many other believers have nothing but negative stuff to say about church but then want to invite somebody to their church like they church the difference so I am a huge advocate for the body and for the assembly. That don't mean a building. That don't mean anything but coming together and breaking open that Bible and having some clean, sound conversation. Study with sound people with integrity and the desire to expose understanding and revelation, not take advantage and push prosperity over salvation over humility or push any agenda outside of the good news because that the good news is the gospel not what god can give you that's not the gospel what god wants to take you from outside of damnation (laughs) that that everything else is outside of that is not the gospel and that has to be um outlined and it needs to be said here's my issue though um i want to talk about it so I say all that to say that even though I am going to talk about the church, um, I am a huge advocate. You know, but this is something that I've noticed. And it's not really the church. It's more of the body or the people of the assembly. Um, we have to be careful what we listen to. Now, um, let's have some conversation with the real ones. It's my fellas. It's uh, Reby versus J. Will Music. Um, Matt Mitchell, Gabe Parker, Pavarella Relation. Um, it's just, and this is really just a kind of it's a group of guys who came together to hold each other accountable. Um, and it's funny because we started off as something that was more geared towards bringing brands together and producing something for a platform, and it turned into something that we desired to focus on building each other up as men first and for quite some time only. You know what I'm saying? That we fell back, we had a, a really dope event, Cinco de Mayo. I want to say two years ago, might be three years now, 
I can't really remember, but we had it a couple, I don't know, I think that was three years ago, wow, anyway, um, but I say all that to say that that's what we were, so I call them the real ones, Those, these are my brothers, these are the guys that um, help hold me down, hold me accountable, hit me up if my posts sound crazy, hit me up if they ain't heard from me from a, in a while, or I'm just talking crazy, period, um, and just build with, you know what I'm saying, help, you know, iron sharpening iron. But um, we were having this conversation about how people are pastors or some some people. I don't, I don't even want to call them pastors because the office of pastor is anointed by God. But everybody who stands up and speaks about God or uses or inserts scripture into an agenda or self, uh, self-centered <laughs> uh, topic, even though scripture is inserted, doesn't mean that person is a pastor or preaching the word of God no matter where they are. So um, let me not say pastor, but person, right? Um, that's talking about these things and it's so much blatant or vague or half gospel. Um, last week I talked about the foundation of building. You know what I'm saying? If everybody talking about, we need to come together. We need to build. And it's like, but on top of what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just going to build you for the sake of people seeing us together and everything about your lifestyle or my lifestyle can be toxic to you or you toxic to me. Like, it doesn't make sense to say, oh, well, we just going to stay together and this is unity. But literally, our entire interaction with one another um, is damaging our growth or one of our growth. One, or one of ours. You get what I'm saying? So... I want to um, have this conversation, man, and I just want to, so this is a Christian rant, basically, because I want to share my thoughts, and I want to create a conversation, I want to share my perspective, and if you guys get a chance, shoot it back at me, let's talk about it, you know what, let me rephrase that, <laughs> this Christian rant is called, <laughs> you're not David, you're not Jesus, you're not Paul, Let me take Jesus out of that one, but you're not any of these people yet. This is what's tough about when you go to a church or when you go anywhere and you hear a generalized message. The fact that it matters that it's generalized, but its foundation is not rooted in you specifically. Meaning, if there's not enough information, you could be getting a story about someone else's success that you can't apply to your life because of the stage you're in. You get what I'm saying? Like if I had a conversation at a nursery and I was talking about my example of how I have become a better husband, that's not something that any of the children there can apply to their life right now on the surface now determination uh humility prayer anybody can apply that to their life but i have to put i have to put those traits and those characteristics out i can't just say man i love my wife and i worked hard and our marriage got better to a bunch of kids and or you know if you do this you'll get that to a bunch of kids without no foundation that makes sense so let me say it like this when i talk about you're not david you're not People are, one, walking around with the pressure of manifesting a a finished product when they haven't went through the process to even get it going. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? So it's a lot of people who are hearing a message about, oh, you can be Goliath or you can, um, you can, um, what else? Just, or people say, oh, you know, uh, well, Jesus, um. Jesus was with sinners and, you know, talked to sinners and did this. Or you, you get all these examples, right? 
But it's like, did Jesus do this day one or day 1,000? Did David beat Goliath at birth or after years? Did David become king at 14 or 35? Or did this person have a baby when they was a baby? Or like, so it's, a, it's <laughs> Jay Will's favorite word. Uh, check out his podcast. He's an idiot. Anyway, I digress. Process. So what sucks is sometimes you can go to somewhere and get a message where they say, and God is going to take down your Goliath and, and your David and you need, and it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now don't get me wrong. There are principles in that story of David and Goliath that you can directly apply to any part of your life, right? But at the same time, where are you now? Are you the David that can slay Goliath? Are you the, or are you the David that <laughs> is learning to be a good shepherd? Are you the David that had to deal with the lions and had to deal with, like David had to deal with some things way before he saw Goliath. He had some things he dealt with in his process of his development that when he saw Goliath, he was like, oh, what's up? He was prepared. The problem is, is that we want a great message. We want the finished product without preparation or process. That's, so everybody is going to places where they can hear about presence, promise, promise, and, and innate the entire fact that just, even though that Jesus did do that, and I'm not comparing anybody to Jesus, but he is example. Paul did do this. Peter did do this. Timothy did like all these all these great things that happened in the word that we use on just we just throw it out for everybody. But it's like they did do these things. But where did they start? And how can you expect to get the finished product of a life of David when you haven't even started? Because just off the cusp, we're all not in the same place as David. Just off the cusp, we're not all in the same place. Um, even Jesus, this is some real sidebar. It's so interesting how it's a new wave of believers that are going out and talking about, oh, you know, um, Jesus, you know, dealt with the sinners and he did this, this, that, and the fourth. And they're in their 20s, right? They're 21, they're 19, they're seven, you know, full of fire, right? And I'm not taking shots at your age because the Bible tells us, don't don't let anybody talk crazy about your age. You can be great. But I want to say there has to, if every, I believe everything in the Bible was intentional. It's exactly intentional. I think everything in the Bible has is purposeful. I don't think it's just a random culmination of stories. I believe it's intentional. It's on purpose. And it's inspired by the word of God, meaning that it is produced to not only be fruit, but produce fruit. You get what I'm saying? It's to edify. It's to cut. It's, 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 it's exactly that. So if, that, if, that's, if that's true, then that means... That you can't just arbitrarily throw things at other things and expect the finished product because as there are prerequisites and there is process that predates every promise. There is obedience that predates it. There is discipline that predates this stuff. And nowadays it seems like we only want to have this gift. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in the fact that Jesus being the son of God waited 30 years. Like there's a huge gap in, in a lapse of time of which we hear about Christ. And it's like, man, and I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I think about it like, man, when I look at some of the stuff I said when I was 20, I say, I understand why somebody would wait until they were no longer 20. 
before they just said, you know, they just went out and made this pub, these public declarations. Because when you're young, you're young. And as you get older and wiser, your youth can sometimes haunt you because of the things that you've done with zeal, without skill, yeah, without experience. But you spoke boldly without the time and the process and the prerequisites and the things that build you up to be the David that could destroy the Goliath. The stuff that happens way that predates any public uh, display, any uh, huge showing of your greatness or your gifts and your talents. But the parts that you don't see. Like even with Joseph, the fact that Joseph had to be lied on, almost killed and put into slavery to go to jail, like to deal with these things before you get this promise. And sometimes we spend so much time going and hearing a message of a promise that we don't remember and believe that, wait, there is a promise, but there's a process. There's a process. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that, man, that there, listen, First of all, stop holding yourself in a place you need to self-assess. The Bible talks about don't think of yourself higher than you are. That's not saying, oh, that's not saying be full of yourself. That's saying always be self-aware where you need growth, not if you need growth, because we all need growth. So if you just accepted Christ Tuesday, don't start a ministry on, on Wednesday. If you just got married on Tuesday, don't start a marriage ministry on Saturday. And it's not saying that God can't use you because God using us is not, we don't qualify for God using us based on our merit and our um, character. We based on, based on God's will and his purpose. But to be effective as a believer, to be sober and realistic and rooted in God, because we can live a life based off the grace of God and, so, and the mercy of God. And, and be living a life where God doesn't know us, but God has just been using us for other people. Meaning we can do all these things in God's name, but God never knew us directly. Because we were so focused on the promise, we never gave God the time with our heart, which is in the process and in the midst of the development, which means it continues all through everything. But that's where it starts. It always starts in the heart first. So I want to say start at the heart of everything gain understanding on who god is before you try to understand what god should give you what god has to give you what he's obligated to give you that's all we hear is that god gotta do this like no 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 who is god what does god like what does god love and sometimes just growing in relationship as a husband I, i'm reminded of how much time you should put in into learning your spouse you should put even more time into learning your, your savior, learning the tr attributes, the traits, the likes, the dislikes, so that you can be a good servant, <laughs> so that we can be a good bride to Christ. You get what I'm saying? And it all starts from being rooted in not a promise, but accepting a process. Okay, I'm, I may not be in a place to kill Goliath, but I may be in the place of first recognizing that I can't wear somebody else's armor. And I'm talking about David. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be, oh, I can't I'm supposed to be like this. I ain't supposed to act like this person. I need to study and show myself approval. I need to gain a personal relationship versus wearing somebody else's appearance of a relationship with God on me. You get what I'm saying? Is that too deep? I don't know. But listen, man, it's my wife's birthday month, 
year. Uh, you know how women are with their days. But listen, man. Hey, peace and God bless. I hope this bless you. You've been listening to Live With Me Drill. Today's show is brought to you by none other than Jesus. I <laughs> love y'all. Hey, peace and God bless. Y'all take it easy. It's been me, Drill. Play Air Media.